Welcome to Rise Up in Business, the law podcast for small business owners. I'm your host, Tracy Mylacrane. I'm a business lawyer, an entrepreneur, and very much a realist. Rise Up in Business is designed to share with small business owners important legal information and some clever tips and tricks in short and sharp episodes, no legal jargon. With this podcast, I want to empower small business owners to rise up and take control in their business. I'll be here every Wednesday to tell you what you need to know without sending you to sleep. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the Rise Up in Business podcast. Thank you for joining me again. I feel like we are so lucky today to have today's guest. Today, I'm talking to my most brilliant podcast editor, Brianna from Bambi Media. I have been dying to get Brianna on because so many people ask me all the time, how do you do it, Tracy? How do you do all the things and deliver a kick-ass podcast? And so today I'll be sharing the answer. Brianna, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I have come to know Brianna really well this year because she has helped and supported me with getting this podcast up and running. And her team, Brianna and her team, do all the things for my podcast behind the scenes. So quite literally, all I do is record, upload to a beautiful drive that's all set up for me and Brianna and the team do everything. And I was just saying to Brianna before we started, nothing seems to stress her out. And I get really highly strung about every little thing and she doesn't. So it is just an absolute dream working with Bambi Media. And I'm so excited to share you with my listeners today, Brianna. I wanted to get you on to talk about what it is that we do together, but also the sort of services that you offer for people. Because quite seriously, I'm getting some brilliant feedback on my podcast and I love that it just happens. So I've got the content and I've got the copy and so many topics I want to talk about, but I just upload it and hand it over to you guys and it all just happens. I really want to showcase that for listeners because so many people are reaching out saying, I just don't think I can do a podcast. It's going to be too overwhelming. It's going to take up so much time, but in all honesty, it takes up about 30 minutes of my time per week because you do everything. That's so good. It's it's one of those things that podcasting is a lot of work. If you are doing all the things yourself and if you already have a job and podcasting isn't your main income earner, which it isn't for most people to begin with, then it just, it's a time suck. And especially if you're not used to editing, you've never done the software before and you know, all that stuff is completely new to you. It takes you like six times longer than it takes any of us, you know, that do it all the time. So it just makes sense to outsource it if you can. It does. I'm all about outsourcing in business and I talk about that a lot. So we're all so busy as business owners and we wear all the hats and we do all the things and I think that holds us back sometimes when we have these limiting beliefs around exactly this. I can't do a podcast because I don't have the time and then I'm going to have to learn all the tech. So I actually don't know the detail. I'm delighted to not know the detail. I I record, I upload and the magic happens. What happens from that point? Okay, so once you give it to us, then we have we have three audio editors here at Bambi Media, myself, Lloyd and May Lee. They're all based in Australia. Depending on the day, one of us will then take that and edit it 
we'll do like a detailed edit of it so we cut out anything that's awkward any ums or ahs little ticky noises and things that saliva sounds and stuff that makes it sound that a little bit less like just a bit grating perhaps for some people and especially for a podcast like yours which is about legal matters and professionalism and that sort of thing you want it to sound really crisp and really to the point as well so there's a different type of editing that we do depending on the kind of client that it is so we do that full edit and then once we do that we mix it so we listen to the overall levels of everything if anything's too loud, if anything's too soft, how the music is playing into it, whether there's any points that need a bit of extra love. We do like EQing on it. So we cut out any frequencies that are kind of annoying or grating to the ear. Uh, We make you sound, you know, a bit boomier if we need to, like it just depends on how that microphone has picked up the voice. And then once we've got it mixed and it's feeling really nice, then we master it. We give it like a, a clean and polish, I guess, at the end. And then once we do that, then we upload it to our Google Drive again and we also upload it to Buzzsprout, your podcast host. And the rest of the team, our content writers and administration support staff and things, then take your edit that we've done and polished, they listen to it completely all the way through and write out all the show notes for it, make sure it's all succinct in there they're listening for any errors and things as well while they're doing that and then they put it on your website as well and put those show notes onto buzzsprout as well so that everyone can read them so and then we've also got the editors at the same time as they're editing they're listening for really good grabs like little 15 to 30 second grabs of something that you've said that plays really well into the title of that episode And we pull that out and then our graphics and video team then take those graphics and take those little snippets and deliver them in little punchy audiograms for you to share on socials. Holy moly. Okay. That's why it sounds so damn good. Because you're right, I've listened to podcasts before that I don't think are done professionally and I can't stand it and I can't keep listening. There is so much involved here to get it right. And I'm so glad that you just stepped everyone through that because I was very much, let's do a podcast, Brianna. You've been highly recommended to me. Can you just do everything? Tell me what I need to do. And therefore you did. So I didn't actually ever take the time to ask you about your process and what you did because I just trusted you. Initially, immediately, I trusted you before I met you because you had been so highly recommended and you talked my language. I'm not all that tech savvy. So for me, It needed to be easy and you just made it so easy and I love it. Recording my podcast is honestly one of my favourite things to do and I love how it all comes together. I never have to worry about anything and those snippets that you guys do are beautiful because we share those on socials and people love it. So I love that. Yeah, it's great. And, you know, you can tell that you really enjoy it as well because when you listen to you, when you're recording it, it's, it's kind of hard if you don't edit, but I listen to a lot of podcasts like, oh my gosh, a lot of podcasts. And I can tell the ones that are really loving it because of the way they sound and the voice when you're talking. You've got like this little, uh, it's like a, a chirpy, happy 
vibe about you when you're talking. Your cheekbones are up. You're smiling when you're talking. You respond really well to it because you can tell that you're actually really enjoying yourself. So it comes across. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. It really does come across because I really do enjoy it. Tell me, how long have you been running Bambi? How long have you been doing this? It's going to be coming up seven years, I believe. And I haven't always had it in this format. So when I started it, it was just me. And I was, I had two, I had one baby and I was living in Cairns at the time. And I had finished up my, I I was a professional singer, songwriter, composer for many, many years and traveled around. I toured, I did a degree in music production, worked in studios, like on my albums and things like that. And then I had a baby and that was just not conducive to family life because you were always lugging gear and going to events and it was late nights and just not what I wanted to do. So I kind of fell into this about seven years ago and fell in love because it used all the skills that I had from my degree, my audio production degree, and I just was like, oh, this is perfect for me. It's so good. And I've just been scaling it ever since. And I didn't really take off with it in a massive capacity until my husband joined the team a couple of years ago. And then it was, I was able to just, you know, really take it off. And our kids are now four and seven. So they're still pretty young, but it's been able to grow because of that. Oh, and I'm so glad you did. And so many people are so glad you did. I think you and I have a similar driver because what you do is bloody empowering for business owners to be able to have someone like you on the team to make all of this happen. That's empowering. Yeah, absolutely. I think being able to give people a voice, like to actually get their content out in a way that they feel really comfortable presenting it, it, it just feels awesome. And I get to know everyone really well, all the clients, so... It's really, it's really nice. Can you share, and I I've, I've would really, there's two things I really want to ask you about the podcasting. Do you have any tips for new podcasters wanting to start out? Because it's something that I do get asked a lot. Yeah, one of the things I'd say is if you're going to start one, you need to think about why you want to start it more than someone saying, oh, they all have a podcast. I should have a podcast because these other people that are in my niche have a podcast, so I should have one. Instead of it coming from a place of I should, it needs to come from a place of I have a lot of content and I really love podcasts and I really feel like my network and my connections will really enjoy it or I know they already listen to podcasts. So you've got to get that why in place first to make sure that's really going to land Because once you start it, it is a commitment that is a weekly commitment to do. So you want to feel passionate about doing it before you do it. And then once you feel like you're, okay, yes, I definitely want to do it, you need to get a bit of structure around what you're going to deliver. So having a, like we have a production schedule where people can map out the type of content they want to write out. I would say one of my biggest tips is have a list of like 60 or 50 episode ideas before you do anything because that will tell you, okay, I'm ready. 
I've got enough content here. I could talk to you I'm blue in the face in all these things. And it gets rid of that overwhelm of you constantly trying to think of things to have recordings about. So just be structured. I love that. That resonates with me so deeply. Everything in my life is structured. Probably too much, but certainly my podcast episodes, my podcast, my whole seasons are drafted out before I start the season. Yeah, and it just makes you feel relaxed, doesn't it? Like it takes that pressure of like, oh, God, it's the next week and I don't have anything and what am I going to do, you know? Just plan it out a little bit. Take 15 minutes, 20 minutes and plan it out. I love that. That's such a good tip. And the next question, which is off the back of that, is what are some of the biggest mistakes you see early podcasters make? Oh, that's a good question. So there are a few, one of them being not investing in a microphone. Really? Or like a decent enough microphone or they buy something that's like $50 that they got off Amazon and it's not a good quality microphone and then it breaks really quickly, the quality's not good or they use something that someone recommended to them that, you know, they haven't done any research on. Your microphone is your number one, like, asset to your podcast. Of course it is. That <laughs> makes so – I think the fir- one of the first things I asked you is, can you please tell me what microphone to buy? Yes. And there are good ones and there are not so good ones. And it's so important to really take the time to invest in a good one. It doesn't have to be with a mixer and all the fancy stuff that you see people talk about. It can just be a USB microphone, and the one I recommend is the Rode NT-USB or the Rode NT-USB Mini. It's like less than $200, and it makes all the difference. So if you get a good microphone and you've done some good planning, there you go. Like you've got a success ready to happen already, and that would be probably my biggest tip, making sure you've got a decent microphone. And then the next tip that I would say would be to make sure that you have enough time to record your episodes because one of the things I see is people get really excited about recording it and doing it, but they don't have a slot in their week somewhere where they regularly do it and then it all falls over. I can see that. I can see that happening. That is valuable information. And my tip to people, given that I'm now seasoned in podcasting, is to work with a podcast editor that you trust. Don't do it yourself. As business owners, that's not the intention, is it? When we're wearing all the hats and doing all the things, we don't need to make it even harder and then ultimately set ourselves up for failure, which is what I think it is. So working with a podcast editor that you trust is my tip. How can people work with you? Um, Obviously, they can reach out to you, but you have a community and that's relatively new, isn't it? Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I have a fun little community. I shouldn't call it little. I have a community and it's called The Pod Lovers. It's just a place. It's completely free. It's just a place where anyone that has a podcast or they're looking to have one can go and I kind of curate information in there. So I'll just jump in there and go, hey, I found this thing out. Here's a little video on how it works. Or if I have clients ask me questions in, my, in an email, then I'll go, oh, I'll just record a little thing and I'll put that in the pod lovers so that anyone can access that. And it's 
it's good you know it's that kind of thing so you can communicate with each other I'm still getting that part off the ground I want to do more kind of like community sort of event things stuff but towards the end of the year I'm not going to bother with that it'll be something that'll more kick off into next year so people can do that that's the first thing if they really just want to know a little bit about podcasting then I would just join that thepodlovers.com that sounds so good thank you we're going to include all your details in the show notes because I have an amazing team that put this together for me. <laughs> your details in the pod, in the show notes, uh, the link to the community in the show notes, the link to your website in the show notes so people can check out all the different ways they can work with you and the different packages that you offer. And, of course, the link to your podcast in the podcast, which I listen to and it's got some very clever little tips and I love it because the episodes are short and sharp and I love that because I don't have time for really long ones. It, it just often puts me off even starting them, which I think is amazing. So I've got three questions for you, how I've been finishing all of these episodes this season. Are you ready? Mm-hmm, I'm ready. All right. What is the best business advice you have received? So that would probably be from my father, who was an entrepreneur himself. He's been in big business for a long time. And it wasn't advice he gave me directly, but it came from watching him and that advice would be take risks oh so he's built lots of business and he lots of things basically in and he came from a very poor upbringing and felt that he needed to make money from an early age as a as a result and me growing up I always saw the work ethic which I thought was insane but the amount of risks that he would take to buy more land or buy this truck or he has an industrial transport business, you know, buy this truck, buy this piece of equipment, hire this person before he was ready a lot of the time to do any of these things, he would trust his instinct enough to go, I'm going to do that and I'm going to see how it goes. And sometimes it doesn't pay off. Sometimes things fall flat and that's okay, but he was never like I can never, ever remember him stressed or angry when he would come home at the end of the day. He'd taken risks all over the place, making massive decisions and would just be so happy with us kids. So that's the advice I saw without him telling me directly. Oh, that is brilliant. I love the context. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> Next one is what is the worst business advice you have received? Oh, so it's probably still from him, I would say. Wow. Because you see, you see both sides of it, right? You see, you see all the, all the amazing things. And then you see, and I think I'd go back to that work ethic piece, which is something that the older generation was just a lot more about. You know, you work hard, that's how you make a lot of money. Work, 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 work. And he would work seven days a week a lot of the time. And, it was crazy, but I still felt like that's what you needed to do for quite a long time. I felt like, oh, to really be successful looking at that, do I have to work that hard? Oh, my God, like I'm going to die, you know. So that is definitely something that has taken a while to kind of get my head around and make sure that I don't do. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, I can relate to that. That's a good one. 
That's a good one. And the last question is, if you had the chance, what advice would you give to your younger self? Oh, I had such a good childhood. It was, it was <laughs> wow, so good. It sounds I, like you did. It was so fun, like all the time. And I had such supportive parents and I did what I wanted and they always were on board. So it's hard for me to go, what advice would I give myself? Because I feel like it was so good. Oh, my gosh. You're the only person that I've ever heard say that. That is amazing. You really? were so blessed. That is incredible. <laughs> well, know. go you. You don't have don't to know. give yourself it's your just, advice. I can't. Yeah, I, I, I really don't. I feel like it was just, it was just great, honestly. It was just a really great time. I miss it. Oh, my gosh. I can understand why. <laughs> we all would if we were able to say that. Oh, look, that's amazing. You are one of a kind, Brianna. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your brilliance with my listeners. And thank you for all you do for me to deliver this podcast. It's just amazing and I'm so grateful. You are so welcome. You're doing so well as well. Like it's just, and my other editors as well, when they edit your episodes, they're like, oh, I love doing Tracy's stuff. It's always so clean, so succinct. She knows what she's talking about. You know, it's it's just really good. So I want to give you mad props uh, and just say that you're just doing a great job and I'm really excited and happy with the progression of how you're going as well. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful. That's it for today's episode. Short and sharp, just like I promised. If you liked the episode, please be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes and I would be most grateful if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. As always, remember to keep your business legals in order with my annual legal checklist. You can grab your free copy by heading over to my website, tmsolicitor.com.au forward slash checklist. I'll catch you next week. Thanks so much for listening.